0: Welcome to
1: Affiliate Marketing Millionaire, the official podcast for the number one affiliate marketing channel on YouTube with over 36 million views and
0: counting. Here are your hosts ODI Productions and
1: Kit Fatch. Alright, welcome back to the Affiliate Marketing Billionaire Podcast. I'm Kit Fatch, along with your host, ODI Production who's had over eight years in affiliate marketing, has made over a million dollars in affiliate commissions alone, and has helped thousands of students start their own affiliate businesses. So on this podcast, we love to give advice and help people who want to get started with affiliate marketing. And today, we're going to talk about something that Odie knows a ton about, and that is about how to build an amazing affiliate website that looks like a million-dollar brand, but do it on a budget. So you don't have to break the bank. Anybody can do it and you're going to have a great looking website. So I actually want to start with a question for Odie that was actually asked, um, submitted on our podcast questions thing. And their question was, why do you even need an affiliate website? So I think Odie will, will start there.
0: Thank you, Kit, for the introduction. So let's get right to the question. Why do you need a website to do affiliate marketing? Now, you know, as Kit said, I've been in the industry for over eight plus years, and I've helped thousands of people to start their affiliate marketing business. Now, I would argue if you don't have an affiliate website, and let's say you don't have a huge you know, YouTube channel, then you don't have an affiliate business. Because the first thing is, you need to apply to affiliate programs to do affiliate marketing, to get those affiliate links, and to start becoming uh, an affiliate. Now... On every one of these applications that I've seen, except for maybe one, they ask you for a website. What is your website URL? And in my videos on YouTube and on my most recent How to Start Field Marketing 2021 guide, I actually show some of the applications for some of the biggest affiliate programs out there. We're talking Amazon Associates, ShareASale, Commission Junction they all ask you, what is your website? So that's the first thing. If you don't have a website, you can't even do affiliate marketing because they can't take you seriously. And me, you know, from a company perspective, if I'm looking at affiliate applications, I don't wanna approve people who are just low-quality affiliates that are just gonna spam our brand and our links everywhere. It's gonna give us a bad image so I want affiliates who are taking this seriously and actually have a business but lucky for you listening today if you're a beginner to start an affiliate business and to you know look like a million dollar brand and to look legit it doesn't cost a lot of money and we're going to do this on a budget today and we're going to talk about that Um, other benefits to a website kid do you want to chime in
1: yeah I think another thing that people just don't don't really realize is that it's going to allow you to do retargeting ads way more than if you just have sort of a channel or a social media thing you can actually if you have a website you can actually retarget people who visit specific parts of your page so it allows you to build a much more um a much more higher get a higher conversion rate and have far more ex- success i um, mean also a big one um obviously is that that email list which i think is one of the most mm-hmm most important things, because that is what is going to build you an actual audience. You have a social media, they might never find you again. You have an email list, those people are going on your site, they're signing up for your email list. And that's how you can make repeat customers out of visitors that if you just had a social media, you might never see again.
0: Yeah, the email list is my second biggest point. If you don't have a website, you can't build an email list. And this email list The reason why it's so important is because if you build on social media, like let's say YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, you're building something on someone else's property and they can kick you out at any time. And this has happened with so many people on YouTube getting their channels terminated or banned and anything. Instagram, not even getting fully banned, but shadow banned where, you know, let's say 5% of your followers can see your posts or get notified. I mean... That's not a sustainable business when you rely so much on these third parties or on these social media platforms. Your website's your platform. You own it, you can't be banned from it, it doesn't rely on an algorithm. When you build an email list, you own every single one of those contacts. And that's something that you have a direct line of communication anytime. If you send an email once per week, two times per week, you're speaking directly to the customer. There's no middleman, there's no sort of platform to get in between the message or to, you know, reduce the notifications, like on YouTube sometimes. So you know, you own this thing. And that's one thing to think about is, yes, you can still do social media. Yes, you can do the YouTube. And yes, you can do Instagram. But I would not focus, you know, and put all my eggs in one basket and and to build on someone else's property because you never know when the rug can get swept from beneath your feet, so to speak. So that's that's the other reason. Um, basically, other than applying to affiliate programs and getting accepted, you also build an email marketing list. And I think the third biggest point for me aside from you know the retargeting ads because you can use Facebook pixel Google pixel to create ads that are much more effective in terms of warm traffic you can show ads just to people who visit your website which is so much better than doing cold traffic if you don't know the first thing about paid advertising which is very competitive the cost per clicks are just getting higher and higher every single day, it seems. And it's just getting so much tougher. So as a beginner, it's almost safer. I mean, it is safer to just show ads to people who've already visited. Now, the last point I want to make about websites is from a content marketing perspective, which for the top affiliates, a lot of the traffic comes from organic, from SEO. And we've all heard of SEO, but not a ton of people know exactly how it works, but one way to really grow your audience and get traffic and customers in a very sustainable way is SEO, and it's to create content that ranks high in Google and that gets organic traffic and that's free, completely free, and this is sustainable because like with paid advertising as sort of a, you know, contrary example, the cost per click and the costs just get higher and higher to acquire a customer. The more competitors who are showing ads and bidding on certain keywords, it's going to drive the cost higher and then the profit margins are going to get smaller and smaller. With SEO, yes, there's competition, but it's still, it's free. So if you're able to grow this channel over time and it's a long-term thing, doesn't happen overnight, that's why the people who have that long-term perspective and mindset they tend to succeed in this business rather as opposed to those who just want get rich quick so being able to have a content driven strategy with your website is what will allow you to get free traffic thousands of free traffic um, and customers coming in every single month and you can actually see this grow if you stay consistent and you continue to make content week after week month after month.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think one last thing about you know, the advantage of a website is that it's a centralized place. So if you have a YouTube channel, you have an Instagram, you have a Facebook page, whatever, there's one central place that from all those channels you can send people back to. You don't have to try and cram all of your offers into one YouTube video or something like that. You can just do one offer and target it to people, and then you provide them the link back to your website as well.
0: Yep, great point. Great point. All right,
1: so getting into the sort of nuts and bolts of how you're going to get your website, um, I'd say I think the first thing um, would be choosing your domain name, so what your website's actually called.
0: Yeah, definitely. So with domains, I love domain names. I've bought, I don't even know how many I've bought, probably over 100. And the domain name, which is like a .com, a .net, um, basically, these domains are cheap. First of all, they start at like maybe 8 $10 per year. So like a dollar per month, and a domain is so powerful. And some people just do a business of domain reselling, which I don't particularly. I'm not passionate about. Um, I've bought domains that were basically good, like let's say unique names that were priced uh, at a premium, and I've paid you know thousands for certain domains. Um, I don't enjoy paying thousands for certain domains, but at the end of the day, if you understand the importance of a brand. Then the domain is like a necessary cost. Now, if you can get lucky and find an available one for, let's say, you know, ten dollars per year, twelve dollars per year, then consider yourself lucky because again, people have paid tens of thousands of dollars, if if not close to, you know, maybe a million dollars for a simple .com, and that doesn't even include a website. It's just literally a domain. Now, the first thing about domains is it's your brand, and I'm so big on branding because that's the one if I could attribute anything to my success in this business, it's I'm good at branding and being able to brand, like think big in terms of like the name of your website. And really, it's more like a company, because when you know, you have this affiliate business, I mean, it really is like a little company, even if it's just you in the beginning. um, Think of it as a company, it's bigger than yourself, right? Now, some people may be doing personal brands, so in that case, then obviously, it would just be like your name, but that's still a brand, you know, and when you think of your brand, it has to be something memorable. It has to be something catchy, and so for me, with my first one, recordingnow.com, that was like, you know, it was a name that kind of, it was supposed to be for home recording only, obviously, transitioned into headphones, as a lot of people listening to this probably know, but, you know, that, to me, was bigger than myself, even though it was just myself working on the you know, the content and for the company. But that name and then getting a logo made, you know, and then getting the .com, I was lucky because, you know, these days it's really hard to get the .com for a truly original and like kind of catchy name. You probably have to go with a .co or a .net or, you know, a .io or a .so I'm seeing lately. And so the brand is so important. So spend time on this now, in our last episode, we went over – this company that sold for $160 million in affiliate website called bestreviews.com. So that's an example of an affiliate brand. And it's funny because I've been telling people to honestly include the word reviews in your domain, because if you're going for an affiliate site, it's like for SEO, it's also just self-explanatory of the brand. Like, hey, we do reviews here, which is the, probably the best template for how to get affiliate sales is making review content. And it's funny because bestreviews.com, such a valuable company and look at their domain. Um, I wouldn't say it's the most like original or just like even super memorable name, like best reviews. It's more like almost like made for SEO. And sometimes in affiliate, you do have to just do things straight up for, for SEO, but don't try to game it too much because when you try to game it, Google releases an algorithm update, and then there goes your website traffic. So basically, um, yeah, domains, go for something memorable. Try to get the .com, but it's not the end of the world if you can't get the .com. Go for .co, go for .io, uh, .net. You know, these things work. It's more like it's more of what you do after you get, you know, the website going and the content you make rather than the the. Top level, you know, domain extension. That's like the .com, .org. So that's that's the first step is to come up with a domain, see if it's available. You can use um, something like Namecheap, you know, GoDaddy to look it up. But I wouldn't buy it just yet because on our next step, we're actually going to get the domain for free. So what what comes next, kid?
1: So next is actually uh, getting your hosting. So you have your domain name. But you're gonna to need to place to host your website online, kind of like renting, renting the space online where this yep. website's gonna live.
0: Okay, guys. So when it comes to web hosting, again, another field I've had so many years of experience, worked with, partnered with, you know, some of the biggest web hosts in the in the world. And so when it comes to web hosting, this is actually your biggest cost. Because the domain, you know, I said was $10, $12 per year. Now you can get that for free if you sign up with web hosting. Now, web hosting, here's the thing, guys. If you're a beginner, don't try to spend so much money on web hosting because it's not really gonna be the thing that's gonna make or break your business. I've again I've created million dollar businesses on the cheapest web hosting that was around three, four dollars per month. And that's not an exaggeration at all. The reason why is because it just has to work. It doesn't have to, you know, be the the number one most expensive hosting because you can go with, let's say there's WP Engine, there's Kinsta for WordPress hosting and you know those are managed web hosting that is more premium. Those start at like $30 per month. Now for a beginner, you know, 30 might be a little high. So I always recommend Bluehost. And the reason why is because I use WordPress, self-hosted WordPress for my affiliate websites. Just like 99% of all the other top affiliate websites, we use WordPress and uh, Bluehost is the number one. Well, Bluehost is on WordPress.org's recommended web hosting companies. There's, I believe, there's three right now. It's Bluehost, it's SiteGround, and I believe DreamHost. I've worked with all three. Um, you know, I would recommend all three because they're recommended by WordPress. But me personally, I've used Bluehost because you know it has the best package in terms of like pricing and in terms of the plan. So when you go to Bluehost and we, you know, we have. Uh, links to this if you want to get our discount code, our partnership code, which is available on our latest How to Start Field Marketing 2021 guide. It's available on our website. You can find it. But basically, um, with our code, you can save you know, an additional up to like 30, 40% off. Now, in the plans, you can start with a basic plan, but I actually like to go one up which I believe is the plus plan, and it's like $5 per month, you can make unlimited websites, like no exaggeration. Like you can literally do unlimited websites. The only thing you'll have to pay for your second, third, fourth website is buy another domain. But as we said, you know, at maybe 10, $12 per year, so $1 per month, you can have another website, a second website, a third website, a fourth website. When I was a beginner getting started, this was like so awesome to me because I'm like, wow, I can literally make five websites for five bucks a month. That's like a dollar a month for each website. And again, some of these websites went on to, you know, generate uh, over seven figures. Um, Some of them, you know, five figures, uh, some of them six figures, but overall, over seven figures with, you know, these relatively cheap websites, at least in the ingredients, you know, in the hosting. So That is, yeah, that's my recommendation. You can you can do your research, find a company that you like, but Bluehost is what I use. I have discount codes, um, you know, discount link uh, for that. So go check that out. Uh, It is an affiliate link, um, but it will save you money. So. It, it gets yeah. you a
1: discount on the unlimited plan too. I forget what it's usually priced yep. at, but yeah, with yep. our discount, you get it down to like four ninety five, five ninety five a yep. month, which is great. Don't be like my mother who did not listen to my advice on where to get web hosting and just wanted went with an awful one that became a nightmare. So definitely <laughs> go with one of the suggested ones. All right, so you mentioned WordPress, so we'll go into that um, and talk about you know what comes next, which is where you're going to build your website on. You know, to get it to look when you see a website. Um, and sort of why you recommend WordPress, especially over um, other things like Squarespace or Wix.
0: Yeah, guys. So WordPress currently runs about 38% of the internet's traffic. Like, you know, 38% of the top websites and the traffic is, on, is viewed through WordPress websites. So we're not alone. You know, this is not a minority. If anything, it's the biggest website platform out there. Now, w- excuse me, we're not talking about WordPress.com we're talking about WordPress.org, which is self-hosted, using like Bluehost, using a web hosting company. It could be SiteGround, it could be Bluehost, it could be Dreamhost, it could be whatever. But we all use WordPress.org, self-hosted, and it's called a CMS. I don't want to get too into the technicalities because I know you guys don't care about that stuff. Now, WordPress is not perfect. I'll be the first person to admit that. Um, I've had a lot of beginners tell me they've had frustrations with WordPress and it's been a hassle, headaches. It's you know, it's a steep learning curve, this and that. To me, you know, I'm lucky because I guess I started off with HTML, CSS, kind of like old school web development. So WordPress to me was like a godsend. It was like, oh, I can just click things and then, you know, get these plugins for free. And then I add functionality to my website. I understand that beginners are not coming from that same background. And so that's why I'm seeing so many people kind of struggle with this but you know just coming from my perspective guys if you can dedicate some time to learn this platform and really learn it um, I've had some students who they initially hated WordPress and they just literally they started it they left went to another platform but then they went back because of you know I was recommending certain things certain plugins like Yoast which is an SEO plugin one of the main reasons to even use WordPress and basically I was able to convince them to give it another try. And then also another thing is drag and drop. WordPress is not drag and drop out of the box. So that's kind of a bummer, but you can easily get a free plugin called Elementor. We use Elementor Pro on our website ourselves. And Elementor allows you to drag and drop your website. So the two things that will help you is Yoast SEO plugin, which is free. I believe they have a premium. Yeah, of course, they have a premium version, and I I believe we use it. And uh, Elementor, you can use the free version. We use Pro just to unlock some more features. Um, And basically, you put those two together on your WordPress website. You have drag and drop mixed with solid SEO that helps you with um, getting your SEO up on your content, on your blogs, and that's pretty much the core of it. Now, with WordPress, you can keep going. I mean, I I personally install at least 10 um, go-to plugins on every WordPress site I make, so obviously, there's there's more you can do, but if we're talking 80-20, guys, literally, Yoast SEO, Elementor, Elementor you know, free version, pro version, doesn't matter. And you can get something that honestly takes care of like 80, 90% of what you're trying to get.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, with Elementor too, it, it does really make it make it easy. Because again, Mm -hmm. like you're not, you don't need to build a website that's going to win a design competition. You want a website that looks professional, looks clean. And though designing websites like that doesn't take, you know, you don't need to be using JavaScript to suddenly make like this crazy animation. Like you want a good looking website that looks professional. And once you use Elementor, you'll be like, okay, I, I can do this.
0: Yeah. Don't get too cute with it. And don't, you know, it's tough because you know, most people that um, you know that are listening to this are probably not web designers, probably not web developers either. So it's hard because that's kind of a big part of what we're doing here. I mean, you know, this website it has to function. It has to it has to be a good user experience for the people visiting. And the problem is when you're when the people that we kind of work with they aren't web designers or web developers. They the problem is they tend to get a lot of things wrong with design so kit could you go over some design the biggest design mistakes that we're seeing um with our you know whether it's with our students or with um
1: customers you know what are some of the things to look out for i think 100 first one is don't clutter your site so don't sometimes people be like i'm gonna put all my trying to cram all my offers into that it's called like the above the fold meaning like when you open up your website what do you see it came from like newspapers So they try and clutter that first area people see with tons of stuff. There's a blog article here, there's photos everywhere. A lot of bright colors and people's eyes don't know where to look. So you really wanna make sure they have a very simple, when people land on on that landing page, there's maybe a featured image and you give them one call to action That they can easily go, okay, this is what I need to do. And so we always say, put your email opt-in. We mentioned the importance of email marketing. You have right there them to enter your email, and you give them what we call like a lead magnet, something Mm -hmm. that you're giving them for value, whether that's an article or review or, hey, your best five tips for something. Mm -hmm. So they go, oh, great. They've come to your website. They see this is something that seems very valuable to me. All I have to do is put in my email email. That way, even if they never buy a product, you have an email subscriber that down the line may. So you keep it simple, your email opt-in, and then you go up and you have a menu. And the other thing I think that Odie would say we see a lot too is a really crowded menu. People have a menu you know, for every single affiliate product. And you want to keep that very clean and organized into maybe, you know, if it was headphones, you'd maybe have, you know, noise canceling headphones or something like that. Some rough categories, but keep it simple, I think, is the biggest thing. I don't know, Vody, if you want to add anything
0: to that. Yeah, to add to that, organize and think about the user experience. If someone visits your website, can they navigate your site easily? It's as simple as that. And then if you aren't thinking like that, you're going to try and, you know, put a million things on a certain, you know, any certain page, maybe the home page, maybe the menu, you need to simplify. If anything, we tell people to remove things and to simplify and to declutter, like really get down to just the core of what does your customer need? What's the top info they want access to? You know, what are the categories of your blog that they should get easy access to, right? Um, So basically, I'd say that along with, again, don't get too cute with it. I see too many mistakes with colors, you know, people, so with Google, they have this thing, contrast ratio, and they use that to measure your accessibility on your website. So is it readable? Is it, you know, is your website a good user experience? And when people would do like red text on black background and just get too cute with it, it, it hurts your user experience. And it also hurts your Google lighthouse scores and stuff. So with that said, you know, black text on white background, I mean you know, let's just keep it simple. Let's make it easy to read. Let's make it very accessible. Um, You know, that's my advice. So I kind of lean towards function over form. Some people, again, they get a little too artistic with it and they try and do all these crazy things. But you have to understand from a customer perspective, we just want information. And we want the information fast. We want it easily accessible and we want to be able to read it. So that is my advice. Think about the customer perspective and, and put yourself in their shoes.
1: Yeah. And I think one last thing I want to add is we've seen a couple of times on blogs where people put way too many photos in terms of like on their homepage, they'll have like a collage of photos and every photo is a different blog article and it just looks really cluttered. It's much nicer to have a nice bold title for your blog article, have a have a photo, have a, a, a featured image, and then a short description and they're nicely spaced out. And one tip I learned about choosing photos is just try and choose photos that all have kind of a similar color throughout and your site will suddenly look 100% better than if you just randomly choose photos. You can even just throw like free filters on top. You do the same filter on every photo and it'll kind of bring your website together.
0: All right. So let's touch on email marketing uh, before we get to the questions. Um, So I'll start off. Basically, the last thing I want to stress is email marketing. It's been such a big part of my business. There's no way there's no way I would have been able to reach seven figures without email marketing, and especially not passively. And I'm big on passive income. I'm really lazy at heart, but the good news is I think Bill Gates said he'd rather hire a lazy person because they'll find the most efficient way to do something and get it done. For me, email marketing helps you to create more passive income because you can create automated email sequences that when someone signs up, it's going to send them a series of emails the next, let's say for the next week, the next month, the next few months, and it's going to send them an email, let's say every single, um, either every single day, every other day, or once a week. You know on the same day they signed up same time they signed up so it's like kind of in line with when they're available now with email autoresponder sequences you know there's a lot of services out there there's so many um i've used quite a few uh not happy with some of them we've used so we've you know kind of moved around and tried different things uh you know one uh, service that we like to use is constant contact and we have again we have partnership links to save money. They even have like I believe a 30 day free trial, um, possibly 60 day it depends so go check out uh, check it out on our website. but you can try it out for a month for free just see how you like it but at the end of the day the importance is that with these email um, services is that they can do the autoresponder and that you can set up a series of emails to possibly upsell people to bundle products together. I use it to bundle products together because generally, with a lot of industries, you don't just buy one product, you can buy a product and it has many accessories. Or, you know, when you think about photography, you have, of course, you have the camera, which is the body and the lens, but then perhaps you need a Rode video mic so that you can get good audio. You need a simple things like a tripod you know you need things like lens filters you need lighting equipment you know to really get the most out of it so just look at that example right there is there a way you can create an email series to show people hey you know I know you are interested in cameras but have you considered you know add like focusing on lighting or have you considered focusing on maybe upgrading your lens or something so that's just you know one quick example but I like to do bundling to maximize that profit per customer. And again, if you're only getting one sale per customer that you know that buys on your site, imagine if like the average customer who buys on your site, let's say they buy two or three things. You know, now we're talking like you're you're doubling, tripling your profit um, per customer just by simply adding this email service. And you know, email is something that is going to cost an additional. So if we're talking about on the budget, email tends to start free. Okay, but then you know when you're paying for it after the free trial or once you reach a certain number of subscribers, usually it's like it's like two thousand or so, which is quite a lot. Then you start paying like nineteen dollars a month or so. And you know, that may sound kind of expensive for a lot of people, but again, have perspective when it comes to this business. When you can make unlimited websites for five dollars a month, and then you can um, max, you know, you can double or triple your profit uh, for an extra nineteen dollars a month. You know, this is still a, a a drop in the bucket compared to so many other business models where upfront you're just going to have to give five thousand dollars just for inventory, and that may not even sell. Right, and there's so much more fees and little things that goes with all those other, you know, like e-commerce businesses. But then we're starting for really, really minimal capital upfront. There's no huge upfront costs. Like you're not gonna have to pay, um, five thousand dollars today for anything. It's just little subscriptions. So that's yeah, that's why I want to uh, stress is that email marketing has been such a you know big part of my business it helps makes things passive okay and i'm i'm all for anything that makes it more passive income rather than active income if you don't have email marketing you're leaving money on the table And you should have it from day one because let's say, you know, if thousands of people have visited your website and you add your email marketing, let's say six months later, you just missed out on potentially, you know, hundreds or thousands of customers who've came through your website, which will never visit again. You guys know how this is. Sometimes, I mean, most of the time you visit a website, you will never visit that blog ever again. Make sure you capture them when the the lead is white hot and they're ready to convert.
1: Okay. That's awesome. I think um, we've about wrapped up the website part of it. So we want to answer your questions. And, and if you have any questions on the building a website stuff, you can go to odiproductions.com slash podcast, and you'll see all our most recent podcast episodes. We have quite a few in case you missed any, and you can go ahead and submit your questions. So I think now we'll go ahead and we, and we started by answering someone's question. Um, so we're going to jump into the questions. And the first one um, comes from Dennis, and he's wondering, he's in the UK, He's doing affiliate marketing in the UK, and he's wondering if it's even possible for him to sell products in the USA.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So first off, being in the UK is pretty good compared to, you know, um, I have some other affiliates who ask about doing affiliate marketing from really out there countries that I just really have no clue because, first of all, English is not even sort of the native language, Um, and English is such a big market, USA is a huge market. USA is the biggest market. Let me just put it out there. So if you're not selling in the the U.S., then you're missing out on a big, big market opportunity. Now, there is a lot of competition, but again, it's the biggest market, so naturally, it's going to have the most competition. If you're in the U.K., selling in the U.S.A. is uh, relatively easy. I mean, for a lot of affiliate programs, I mean, there's literally... There's no restriction to selling to U.S. customers if you're based in the U.K. Uh, That's like an easy jump, you know, just across the pond. Whereas, you know, again, some of these like third world countries that I don't know as much about, those are more of like, I'm not sure, you know, you're going to have to look up yourself because again, guys, I'm in the USA, um, do business in the USA. So I never had to like go try to sign up from the other side of the world. So you guys have to understand, I can't answer, you know, can you do this in, you know, some... Random country, uh, you're gonna have to just literally try to apply and see if you if you get accepted or if they support your country or not. Um, so internationally, though, there's so many international affiliates from so many different countries and continents who are selling to customers in the U.S. and and everywhere else uh, too. So yeah, that's the first thing I'd say. Don't miss out on the U.S. market because you're missing out on the biggest market. In the world, and generally, it's pretty. I mean, it's it's digital, guys. So it's not like it's not like uh, selling physical products where you have to ship it across the world. Like we're just talking links here. So for the most part, it's you know there's no barriers online.
1: All right, great. All right, and so for the next question, um, this goes into what we were talking about today. They're wondering for Amazon affiliates. Hey, they don't have a web page, but they have an Instagram with 500 followers. Can they just do affiliate marketing like that with just the Instagram? Because they're worried about getting clicks on a website if they already have 500 followers on Instagram.
0: Yeah, so you know when it comes to the social media um, stuff, one of the issues is, you know, you have to think bigger in terms of like not just getting approved by the affiliate programs. How are you going to get sales for months and years, you know, uh, sustainably? And just having an Instagram and especially one that doesn't have a huge, huge following, even if you had a huge following, it's, you know, you're not gonna get as much results as having a dedicated website with content that that attracts buyers. Because at the end of the day, guys, let's be honest, you think Instagram followers, most of them, are going to be your target customer that's gonna spend money. A lot of Instagram followers, I mean, a follow is free. So first of all, that doesn't like, you know, the problem is they're they're not really valued at much. Um, that's why an email would be worth so much more because you know, that they had to actually go through the steps of visiting your website, signing up, so opting in, and then they, they did that whereas like following on Instagram doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't mean, "Hey, I want to buy products from you or spend thousands of dollars with you." It it could just mean, "Oh, you know, I like your profile or I accidentally clicked follow back or whatever." So, like that's the first thing. Second, uh, you know, when when you have the website, it's that should be like your core engine. You can still use Instagram to drive traffic to the website. You can use YouTube to drive traffic to the website. And I again, when you're building on Instagram, you'll see it. I mean, you can try for yourself when you sign up for Amazon and you try and do a film marketing on Instagram. It's not built for doing good affiliate marketing. First of all, with Instagram, you know, it's not like Google search where like people are searching up reviews on products and this and that. I know Instagram is trying to, you know, get a little more into the buyer, uh, you know, sort of like uh, with shop and with e-commerce and stuff. But again, that that again, that kind of caters more towards like e-commerce type stuff. And if you yourself are an e-commerce seller for an affiliate, it's all Google, People search up, you know, what's the top five best headphones? What's the top five, you know, best air fryers? And people are always using Google and looking for results from Google to help them make purchase decisions on what to buy. Um, Some people do it on Amazon as well, but even on Amazon, they still go, you know, use other blogs and websites and resources to get more information on what to buy. They use YouTube videos to watch reviews and to see comparisons. And so at the end of the day, if you're only relying on Instagram, I mean, you'll see. I mean, you can try it, but then you'll find out you either get little to no sales. And even if you do get sales like once, um, good luck trying to repeat that month after month after month and for years on end, it's probably not going to be sustainable.
1: And Amazon also does not care for it. I I have actually talked to someone a couple months ago who Amazon booted and they, because that's the only way they were doing affiliate sales. And I mm. think that's why Amazon just kind of was like, now nah, we don't, that's not what the kind of referrals that they want either.
0: Yeah, yeah. It might it might even be, you know, depending the way you do it, it might be against uh, terms of service because you can't just spam your affiliate link yeah. um, if it's not related. And people do that all the time trying to game the system and they get banned. But when you have a website and you do things the right way, you do things the hard way where you actually create high quality original content and then you link your Amazon affiliate link, then That is how they want this to work, and that's what actually works. So, you know, you need to pay attention to that, yeah, and obviously avoid getting banned.
1: All right, awesome. Okay, I know we're we're a little over 30 minutes, but I just want to uh, let people know, make sure you go ahead, if you're not listening to this on a podcast app, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You'll actually get the podcast a little bit earlier. Than everybody yep. else. Um and also go ahead and if you can leave a review. Just this week, someone left a five star review and Odie messaged it over to me and it was just it was a nice way to like start the day. Be like someone who wrote some really nice things and about what they liked and things like that. And that also helps us figure out what kind of content to keep making. And you can also ask questions in the review as, as well and we'll answer them there as well. So I don't know if Odie, you have anything to add as well.
0: Yeah. Uh so Uh, I just want to say we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Those are the three main channels if you want to subscribe. And again, if you enjoy this, if you get value from our podcast, which lately has been blowing up, thank you guys so much for the support, for the downloads, and for the uh, positive reviews, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate every single uh, review. You know, I like five-star reviews and all that feedback. And the last thing I want to say is I actually want to pose a question to you guys who are listening. And this website thing and basically you know this topic of websites and like WordPress we've seen a lot of frustration um, in this specific topic and that's why a lot of people kind of want to avoid you know having to do the website so if you could actually submit to us whether it's through the podcast questions on DIRproproducts.com slash podcast or whether it's through an email to our support email which is support at odiproductions.com, If you could let us know or reply to the email and let us know what are your biggest struggles when it does come to anything regarding the website, regarding WordPress, let us know what you're struggling with and maybe we can make an additional episode or even perhaps some YouTube content on that topic and help kind of guide you guys and walk you guys through it. So let us know what is your biggest struggle when it comes to making an affiliate website or growing, running an affiliate website, getting traffic, SEO, whatever it is, um, let us know. I'd love to hear from you. So with that said, that wraps up this week's episode. Hope to catch you guys next week. Have a good one.